Welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is the Overthinking Arsenal podcast. My name is George, an avid Arsenal supporter from South Africa. And this is a podcast where I just go through what happened during the game and uh, a couple of the issues and things that are surrounding Arsenal at the time, whatever the time is. Whatever the burning issues are at that specific moment, um, I like to go through the match. Then we go through some headlines, some of the things that might be happening around the club. And yeah, that's that's pretty much the format of this podcast. Um, So, we played Chelsea over the weekend. Um, I think the first thing we can do is we'll just go through the match. Uh, Chelsea won 2-1. In terms of stats, they had 13 shots to our 7. We had 2 shots to their 4. They had 58% of the possession. Uh, We had 427 passes. They had 577 passes. Pass accuracy, they had 83%. We had 78. They had 19 fouls. We had 13. uh, 4 yellow cards to our 5. No red cards, two offsides to their one, and we had two corners to their three. So before the match started, I I was I was calmer than usual. Um, for some reason, this time I don't know if it's because, as Miss Kellarteta said, it's a clean slate time for us where uh, all bets are off. Uh, I don't know if that is the case that because of the newness of the Arteta era. I'm a bit more relaxed when you're going to matches. I don't know if it's because of the past few performances where we've put in some shifts and we're starting to see some differences. The one match against Bournemouth that we drew. Uh, but but I came into this match kind of optimistic. Um, I looked at the match as a chance for us to maybe stamp our, our new coach bounce. Uh, take out one of the bigger rivals who aren't doing well. I think they had lost five out of their last seven matches, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And it was a chance for us at home, his first match, make a statement, go into the season, or what's what's left of the season, and really push on from here. Uh, Which we did in the first 30 minutes. Oh my God, I don't know. I've never seen that before. We came out, we played the game. I'd never seen pressing like that, I'd never seen movement like that, I'd never seen commitment like that. Um, Ozil was bossing the field, Uh, you know, the the guys were playing well, we're defending pretty well, we're handling Chelsea for the most part, got an early goal from Oba, wonderful header, flick on at the near post, and he put it in, and uh, we really had our foot on Chelsea's neck. But, here's the problem. Once you have your foot on the neck, once you, sell, you, you you sense it, you have to go in for the kill. We need to learn how to finish matches. It was 1-0 for much of the match, 80 minutes to be exact, I think 82 minutes to be exact. And in that last 10 minutes, we capitulated. Um, that's when you need to, we should have killed the game when we had the impetus. And Chelsea showed us how a team that realizes they have the front foot has to capitalize because you don't know how long it's going to last. Um, in our case, Chambers got injured, which kind of changed the matchup for us. Um, a little bit, Mustafi came on, he looked frightened uh, as soon as he stepped onto the pitch. He was completely frightened. You could see from the first few passes, but I think 
he started marshalling well. Uh, everybody was working hard enough around him that it, it kind of um, kind of hit his flaws for much of the match. Uh, speaking of flaws, Bert Leno had a howler of a missed, uh, missed punch. I don't blame him much. Uh, it, it happens. He, he had a he had a mishap. He saved us far too many times this season for us to be angry at him um, in doing that. Uh, Frank made a substitution. Um, he had started with a back three, changed it to a back four, putting in Jovi, uh, uh, Jorginho. And Jorginho stepped onto the pitch, uh, gave them an extra man in the middle, and they started bossing the game. Um, uh, that familiar pit in my stomach arrived again. I felt the pit. I was like, oh gosh. Ah, here we go. Uh, it's going to be another long night. And it turned out that in the last 10 minutes, we conceded two goals. Um, Mustafi backing off. Uh, backing off Abraham. Giving him time and space to do what he needed to do. Really did hinder us a bit. Um, we looked to our tests to make some changes. The players looked a bit... The, the, boys, were quite, the, the boys were tired. Uh, they'd ran for most of the match really hard, getting back, um, defending, uh, everything we'd asked them to do, but it seemed that it took its toll. Maybe they need some fitness. Maybe this off-season uh, we work on fitness. Maybe we get the guy from Atletico and he makes them run up that hill in Spain until they puke so that we can last for 120 minutes. Um, other than that, it was a good game. Uh, we should have won. But it's the three points we badly needed and we don't have. Um, we're at a time in, in, in our season where we don't have the luxury of, of drawing, of playing well. Uh, and a lot of this match... A lot of this match was played with us on the front foot playing beautiful football. But it kind of reminded me of days past with Wenger where we used to play wonderful football but no, no, no finished product. Uh, we couldn't kill off games uh, or we couldn't get the things that we needed from the games and I think yeah it is what it is man uh, we could look to Arteta for some changes like I said earlier I think I, I, I went off on another tangent but we could have could have made some changes but there isn't really much on our bench to really change formations maybe a different instruction while we're leading or while we're under the cosh changes a bit of a bit of how we were playing like i mean what happened to him is what happens to you when you're playing fifa you get so into the game that uh at the end of the day you don't know what to change or you don't change you don't realize that it's time to change you don't realize that it's time to maybe give a different instruction to your fullbacks and maybe you go on to lose the match uh, i've had that happen to me <laughs> yeah quite a few times but that's that that was the game um I do feel that we're too friendly. We need to develop some cynicism within our play. Um, when we are one 0 up and we see that we're under the cosh, we need to try. We need to kick someone. Uh, you need to do something. If they're counterattacking, if they've got momentum, we need to break it. Jorginho is the master of that. Just pull on the jersey. Um, I think we're too honourable. Uh, that's that's the one thing that has hurt us, Arsenal, is that we're too honourable. We come out into the matches thinking beautiful football or bust and at some point you need to pull somebody at some point you need to grab somebody at some point you need to take a yellow card for the team to arrest the other team's momentum that's all um, nothing nothing too crazy but i do feel like we're too friendly i do feel like mustafi could have come out and harassed uh, abraham a bit 
or kicked him or did something again i'm gonna keep saying kick him because it's part of the game that we need to we need to build uh actually realizing that hey we're against the wall right now let's go out there and do something about it you know what i mean like that's all that's that's literally all we need um man city had 24 fouls against us and half of those fouls were just stopping us from gaining momentum even though they were they they were bossing the game they still saw it fit to you know tug a bit make sure that you have your guy uh don't allow him to do what he needs to do when he gets to the front that's all um in terms of the actual players i think everybody did well ozil put in a shift um saka put in an amazing shift with the help of oba who was who was tackling on our line outside of scoring for us um like that still needs to gain his confidence back but you know those are things that i guess will come as we go along uh pepe came on late i'm starting to feel that pepe is going to be to Mikel Arteta what Ozil was to uh, Emery. I really do see, I, I really do feel that's how it's going to play out. Um, he's not going to be played. I don't think he fits the style that um, that Arteta wants to play. I think Arteta wants to play super possession-based football. Um, scoring via overloads, over transitions and i think pepe is the type of player who even though at lille was a very a very potent counter-attacking player is not somebody that you'd want onto the on the pitch at a time when everybody's supposed to be defending i think i think we reverted back to the things we had learned under emery and that was part of the biggest problem in that uh at some point you need to put pressure on the ball at some point what we're doing in the first half was great but then we started sitting back and sitting deep uh, symptomatic of the Arsene Wenger years as well. Um, sitting back too far, watching the other team play, hoping the clearances are going to last for the whole match. And it, it, honestly, that's not how it works. Uh, you will concede when you're playing in a league as good as the English Premiership, uh, playing against the team as good as Chelsea or that can be as good as Chelsea. Um, you can only clear and header and kick out the ball so many times before it goes into the net. You have to create, you have to do something. They had more shots than we did. And at the end of the day, we pay. Um, Pepe is the new Mesut Ozil in terms of the bench. And I think he was a signing that was made to appease us. Um, it did. And I think he's a very good player, but I don't think Mikel views him very highly in terms of the system that he wants to play. So I don't see that playing out very well. Very again. Hints back to the Wenger years when Oshavin comes in and he's put on the wing. When um, other players have come in and they've been forced to play different roles. Um, Mesut Ozil has been, or has been forced to play a lesser creative role and something that he's not accustomed to. And we're seeing now under Emery, that, under Arteta, that he can actually play these things. Um, but the team has to be orientated in a way that he's not expected to make tackles in our box. But the place, the, the, the strip of field that he, that he patrols, he can control it. Uh, he's a very good in-possession in, in player. Um, I think the new term is press resistant because he doesn't really lose the ball regardless of how many players are on him. Um, yeah, but that's it about the match. 
Um, in the news lately, I've seen that Shaka again has been wanting to leave. Hertha Berlin has apparently put in an offer. Um, apparently, the offer is a loan with the option to to buy, which is which is uh, excuse my language bullshit. Because man, we we need we don't have players, we don't have depth. We can already see that we're struggling, but we're gonna get rid of another player and put him on loan. No, no, no. Put in an offer. Give us the money. Let us use the money in January to replace him. I hope they have somebody lined up if they do make this move. Because we've got too many players. We had lost. We lost Iwobi. Um, look, I'm not a fan of the players. Some of the players that I'm going to mention now. But in terms of depth, it uh, kind of helped, I guess. Um, Iwobi, Welbeck is gone. Um, Mkhitaryan, also gone. Ramsey, the biggest loss to us. But anyway... We've lost too many players and we haven't replaced them. Hence, we have problems now with uh, Chambers being out because Holding's still out. Um, Socrates wasn't feeling well, if I'm not mistaken. And now we're going to have to look to Louise and Mustafi. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know about that. Um, we're going to have to look to them to, to steady the ship. Saka's already playing on the left. I think he got a bit of a dead leg. I hope it's not a problem because if he's out... We have no one. Uh, Ainsley's already playing right back. He's not a right back. It, it's problems all around. Um, in the midfield, Shaka wasn't feeling well, air quotes. But man, you know what? Look, it is what it is. If he goes, we need to we need to make at least uh, to my to my um, to my estimation, we need to make at least three signings. Um, at least a center back and at least two central mids. I love Gwenduzi, but we're missing Shaka. Uh, even though he wants to leave. I think we shouldn't get bullied by Hertha. Um, a player coming to you and announcing that he's already agreed personal terms and them trying to strong arm us for 20 million or however much they want to pay or the loan deal is not something we should do. Um, stronger leadership puts him on the bench stronger leadership puts him in the stands as Fergie did with Rooney as um, as Rogers did with Louise and you run out his contract if he's if he's being hard-headed but we've been we've been very soft in terms of transfers uh, even before the dreaded Van Persie <laughs> Jeez. the Van Persie transfer we still be we we've been strong armed in those cases and we shouldn't be um we should be in this time going to her and saying okay give us 35 million or he doesn't leave that's that's pretty much it and if he doesn't leave he can be fine sitting up in the stands and winding out this year until the summer because we're not going to be strong harmed by by hertha another worrying rumor coming in is that obama yang has put in a transfer request uh, apparently last night he handed in the transfer request apparently uh, Real Madrid and Barcelona are circling yo uh, again if he is to leave we should get the price for him we should get the price of the golden boot winner from last year the leading scorer I believe this year um, if not top two or three we should get the full amount and to me I, I'm putting I'm putting it at a hundred a hundred million quid uh, if they want to mess with him if they're serious uh, 
80 plus a player because we're desperate in the January transfer market. But for the most part, look, if he wants to go, he needs to go for the right price and we need to be able to to replace him. That's all. Um, he's not going to go for a cut price, cut, a cut price fee. Um, we're not going to do anybody any favors. We shouldn't do anybody favors, not with how the club is looking, not with how our finances are looking. We should be looking at this thing and going, yo, if you want to fuck with Aubameyang, it's going to cost you upwards of 80 million. It's going to cost you 100 million. Do what big clubs are going to do. Barcelona have shown that they will pay. Real Madrid have shown that they will pay. So if he wants to leave, he's, he's glad to go. That's how I feel about most of the players. If you want to leave, the price better be right. We're not going to just capitulate to you. We're not going to conchelny. Uh, we're not going to let go of somebody the way Ramsey got let go of. But of course, I'm just a fan with a podcast. Uh, those guys run the club. And history doesn't doesn't uh, hold, hold true to us. Um, other than that, we do need replacements uh, urgently. Even the kids... <laughs> We've ran out of kids to play. Uh, Reese Nelson, Willock, Saka, Guendouzi have all been getting game time. Martinelli has been getting game time outside of, I think he's injured. He picked up some sort of slight injury, but we've ran into... So not only did we not have depth, the depth that we created with kids has now also ran through. We may have to call up another kid to cover Saka's position because we just don't have defenders. Going into the match against Man United, um, again, I'm calm, but we can't afford to give up another three points. Um, there's been a lot of fanfare around Arteta, there's been a lot of fanfare around Arsenal, there's been a lot of being said about his tactics, about his players. Personally, my, my view on the coaching job is that you need to be able to do what you can with the players that you have, and by do what you can, you need to go for wins. Look across the pond. Um, Everton have two games and two wins on Ancelotti. Uh, it's part of the reason, again, I think I'm going to mention this for the new people. I've mentioned this for the past, I don't know how many weeks. He's a coach that can look at what you have and make moves with what you have. And then you can fortify and do all the other cool stuff. But for the most part, he's going to come in and he's going to win. That's what we're expecting. That's what Duncan Ferguson did with Everton. That's what uh, even Ole was able to do with a couple of games. That's what Mourinho was able to do uh, right now with Tottenham. We need the points. We can no longer, in as much as we love Arteta, in as much as we love how they're playing, in as much as we love what he's been able to do in the short space of time, there are coaches who've had um, the same amount of time. There are coaches who don't have World Cup winners in their club. Um, they don't have uh, golden boot players. And they're doing the business. At the end of the day, it's a results business and we need the three points. We need quite a few three points uh, in order to compete the way we want to compete, to see the club where the club used to be, to at least be comfortable knowing that we're rebuilding, but we're not falling too far off the pace. Um, I don't like the talk about that it's going to take a while. I don't believe it should take a while because we have been waiting for end of 20 it was the end of 2020 for over a decade uh for the next coming i took club a year it took pep a year and in that year he finished fourth it took 
I mean, Klopp finished eighth, if I'm not mistaken, and we're way off that right now. I think Newcastle is above us. We need to win games. Uh, we don't have time for excuses. We don't have time to wait for four, four hundred. They need at least four hundred million to overhaul the club and five transfer. We don't. Nah, that, that's not gonna fly. He needs to be supported now, and they need to do the business. Uh, it would be great to see some some quality. Look, quality signings. Big clubs need to do what big clubs do. Walk in, trigger release clauses if you have to. Liverpool with Minamino. Um, make the big signings. Dortmund with Haaland. Do what needs to be done. Uh, grow some balls. If it means generating some sales from Aubameyang, the caveat from selling Aubameyang and Shaka is they need to be replaced. Not only do they need to be replaced, we need to add more players on top of that. So even if we have to moneyball it, Sven, Sven Mislintat would have been amazing now because we could have moneyballed it and gotten some cut price players that may turn out to be amazing um, and not that much of a risk. I don't think we need to be um, looking at the big players only. I think also we need to look back and go, here's the squad that you have. I don't believe it's a bad squad um, on a, on a, when, when, when placed next to the other clubs in the league, I don't think we have a bad club. We have some players, we have quality players. It's just about getting what's done done. And just like I said, we are friendly on the pitch. As fans, we are friendly outside. Um, we're not in a, we're in a crisis, but nobody wants to admit it. We're still acting as though we're snobs. We're still acting as though we're still fine. We're not fine. Um, and this season could be very bad by the time we wake up to the fact that we're doing badly. I love Arteta. I love what he's doing. But at the end of the day, it's a results-based business. We need the results. We need the three points. We need to start beating um, the smaller teams, the mid-teams. We need to start going into Old Trafford and winning because we lost, we lost our chance at getting easy points. Um, a couple of a month or two ago in this whole time we've lost our chance we missed on our on our easier games so now we need to pull whatever we need to pull from wherever we need to pull it um wolves are beating man city guys wolves are beating man city it's not the first time they've lost either it's possible i think we we think of ourselves as too good to go through bad spells we're too good and in reality we haven't been and we need to start being honest with ourselves and we need to start demanding more um all the talk in the world is great i love what arteta has been saying i love the press conferences press conferences he's been giving i love the sound bites that i've been hearing i love the little quotes that um the arsenal instagram puts up i love all that stuff i love shaka coming out and speaking oh not shaka um, it was Oba. I love Louise coming out and speaking. I love all these guys. But at the end of the day, the only talk that matters is the talk that happens on the pitch. And we haven't won in a long time. That's what I'm saying. It's hurt us. We need to recover. We need to win. I don't believe in more time. I don't believe in, in, in patience, too much patience, because we've been patient. And now they made a couple of moves and we're, we're happy again, even though... We may not even qualify for Europa this season. I don't know where the star players want to come from. If we don't make the big money buys, if we don't throw money at the problem, 
it's not going to work out if we're not willing to spend beyond our means to a degree if you're not meaning to if not win me if if we're not willing to come out and have stand magic a gatorade sponsorship um his, his wife is a walter um gatorade sponsorship to pump some money in so that we can make some signings do something but if we're going to carry on calling ourselves a big club we need to start acting like a big club beating big clubs and winning games that's all we've been on decline for a very long time we're in a crisis right now we are in amongst teams that we shouldn't be no disrespect to them but we need to be doing better so back to the emirates we're going to be playing um man united on new year's day let's turn this thing around in Arteta, we trust should the three points follow my name is george follow me on twitter at ted president t-e-double-d president i'll see you guys after the menu match